Father, we just thank you that you are, your heart is after us, Lord. Jesus, that you came so that we can have a understanding and revelation of who you are and who we are in you in a way that our lives will be totally transformed day by day, Lord, as we receive revelation that changes us, Lord, from your word. Holy Spirit, I acknowledge you as the greatest teacher and revealer of truth. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth and let your words go forth, not in my own human understanding, but in demonstration of your spirit and power, that the faith of your people will rest in you and your power. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Okay, we'll continue the teachings for Spirit Man Growth, right? Remember, Spirit Man is a new one. Nothing from this earth. Your Spirit Man came from where? Your new spirit above. Yeah, born again from above. So now you can differentiate what is above and what is on this earth. Whatever is on this earth, the day the physical, the, your life no more on this earth, it goes back to this earth. Right? But the new spirit man is the one that God gave us from above. And this is where we are developing that spirit man. Okay? Mm. So today, we will go into the fifth Hebrew alphabet, which is the word hey. So sometimes it's spelled H-E-Y. Sometimes it's spelled, I mean, this is just a tran trans translation to English, right? So they spell either H-E-I, H-E, or even H-E-Y. Doesn't matter. All right, the main one is the Hebrew alphabet that looks like this and pronounced hey. All right, just like you call people hey. <laughs> it's an expression. Okay, you will understand more. Okay, as we go along. So, this is the uh, Hebrew letter in Psalms 119. <clears throat> the fifth letter. So, all of you now can at least know from Aleph, next one, second letter. Aleph, Gimel, Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Don't try to get so many, okay? Bit by bit. Most important is that you get a revelation from each letter, at least a bit that transform you. Not just, oh, okay, I know what is Aleph. I know what is Beth. You know, other people also know. <laughs> All just need to study the language. But does that knowing, right? That knowing is not revelation. The knowing by revelation will do something to you. Okay, like for example, last week, all right, Dale, then you got the humility part. The knowing of Dale as the man bent over. Probably those who just studied uh, Hebrew with just this, doesn't mean anything much to them. Okay, Dale is the door. Then Jesus is the door. And then it's the man bent over. It means that uh, we humble ourselves. So, so what? <laughs> okay, but when we have revelation, right, it comes deep into our spirit and we actually learn to humble ourselves. And we actually learn that I want to know this spiritual realm. I want to go through the door. Yeah, so it is applicable. That is the difference. If you learn the word of God and it doesn't apply in your life, then it's hate knowledge. All right, but every word of God is life, it's spirit, and it's life. 
That's why we found, you know, maybe an English translation is just uh, and the, it doesn't mean anything. But now learning this, every single letter to connect two letters also got meaning. Okay, let's go into this one. So roughly, okay, pictures not very is not that easy to find. Okay, so uh, this is the best I can find. All right. Uh, so the, the word hey, all right, the fifth letter is actually made up of two letters, yud and dalit. Okay, yud, we haven't come to it yet. It's number 10. All right, we will come to it later. Dale, we just did it last week. All right, so the yud now is actually put at the bottom and then Dale added in the yud become the letter hey. So it's constructed like that. All right, so the Hebrew letters, they are built on one another. So hey constructed from the Dale and the yud. The fifth letter, okay, after Dale, all right, Dale, we all remember, is the poor, the humble man also the door, and then also from Gimel, Gimel is the foot, the man walking, okay, part of it, right, there's, there's, as I said, there are many, many, uh, not say many, so we learn actually Hebrew letters from the shape of the letter, the pictorial side, the number, numerical value, all right, and sometimes the meaning of the word, the letter, the alphabet, sometimes correspond to a Hebrew word, Okay, so the Dalet is a Hebrew letter. It's also a Hebrew word. The Hebrew word is door. But the Hebrew letter, the Dalet, means more than that. All right, the, 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 the man bent over and so forth. The humility, okay? So combine all together. Uh, tomorrow we will see another uh, uh, white, wider understanding from uh, beginning to the end of the letters. Okay, so the Gimel, so it's all moving, it's all alive. <laughs> Do you realize like it's a, the letters are all dancing, they're all alive. It's not dead like our ABCD and all the others. It's alive, okay? They're all full of spiritual force, energy, and life. And they connect to each other. All right, that's why the Hebrew language is God's language is how it's so powerful how God created this heavens and earth by just speaking these letters, all right, into, into the atmosphere and it's full of life. So the meanings are so lively, right? The Gimel, the person, the rich man, all right, Aleph is the almighty, Right, and then it comes, you want to stay inside man, the tents and the tabernacle you learn, right, through the, the bath, the, the picture is like a tent or a house, yeah, and then we have, he left, God, Jesus left his house, so forth. So it's very alive, okay, if you see Hebrew letter as just knowledge like that, then you miss the whole thing already, because the Hebrew letter is an expression and uh, spirit and life. Now, you see, why now I see <laughs> why Jesus said, by words are spirit and life. Even more, after learning the Hebrew letters, I already, you know, all the time say this, right? Jesus said, my words, uh, John 6, 63, right? Jesus said, those, you know, the, the bread and eat all normal, right? But my words, 
for exercise. I think he was saying something like that. Profit little. But my words are spirit and life. Wow, this one just came to me. I just began to see what Jesus meant. He was talking in Hebrew, of course. <laughs> right? Language. Because every single letter is filled with energy, filled with dynamis power. You know, the power of God. Life and energy that can create. That's why when you say, speak. Paul is a Hebrew, right? Correct? So he know Hebrew. And he said, speak. If you speak with your mouth, you believe in your heart, you will receive salvation. That means the manifestation of what God's word say. How do, we, how do we get that manifestation, the healing, right? Because you speak by his stripes, I am healed. Now, if you speak it, understand it in Hebrew, <laughs> right? It has the power, you believe in your heart, the, the, as you speak it out, same way that God created to speaking, he's speaking out a powerful spiritual force in his word that can bring back your whole body that is messed up, you know, with sickness and disease into wholeness. You understand? That's why I said, my words are spirit. When you understand, hey, hey is the breath, the spirit of God. Okay? So when we, it's already now given to us, Okay, so his words, and you will see a bit more, okay, little bit by bit as we go along. So you understand why we speak God's word. You don't need to speak exactly in Hebrew, <laughs> but understand that why Jesus said his word is powerful. Why death and life is in the power of the tongue. And we have been speaking all not God's word. That's why there's nothing happened. No manifestation. Or we just speak one time, my strap here. After that, we say we are sick, I'm going to die already. <laughs> so the power of the tongue. What you speak, you will eat the fruit of what you speak. Now you understand why the words are so powerful. Because the Hebrew letters, which is God's word, inherent in those letters represent God and has supernatural power inside those words. When Jesus said, it is finished, the whole universe, the power goes up. All devils and all that have to bow down. The work of redemption is done. He spoke it out. He don't need to speak out, right? It is finished. He can just, I do already, between God and him. He's telling the whole universe, the way that God created. Now, a new creation who believe in me, they will live a new life. It is finished. The past is gone spoken into reality by so what it means that power power so today hey you will see the three dimensions okay of god okay <clears throat> in his spirit so it's made of constructed from the word dialect and you the gibel also represent also have this meaning of a rich man chasing after the poor man right which is jesus came from heaven rich and then He's chasing, right? The, the letter before Dalet. Chasing after the Dalet. The Dalet is you and me also. Okay? On one side is the door. On the other side is us. Because we come from this earth. Okay? And the man bent over, right? If we humble ourselves, then the Jesus, Gimel, is also chasing after us to give to us revelation, blessing. Okay? From above. Hey, is also 
giving at the same time receiving because it breathed got breath uh, breathed into man all right that's where uh into Abraham, Abraham last week we thought right God breathed in the gift of hay his breath his spirit into Abraham and Sarah so that they can now have his life to bring to life that which was dead in their physical body stands for expression and revelation okay okay we will understand more of it as we go along all time and all reality, this is by the, uh, some of these statements are from these uh, rabbis, right? All time and all reality is animated by God's infinite life. So remember, first, this world doesn't exist or it exists as only God, our creator. Okay, so God is infinite. He has a life. We all have not yet come into existence. Then how, we're going to learn a little bit how, God, our creator, bring us all into life, earth and heaven, and then man. The shape is made of three distinct lines. These are hay, all right? The letter hay, which represents breath, length, and depth. Okay, one, two, three at the bottom. Expression in the world, space is made of three dimensions, mainly thought, speech, and action, all right? In expression. How did God express himself to us and how you and me express ourselves? Through thinking first, right? Thoughts. And then we speak. And then you act. So how I know, uh, how you express yourself, you think, okay, I, I want to eat. Okay, uh, Rachel. <laughs> I want to eat lunch. All right. Then she don't sit down there and keep quiet, right? To express that and say, I want to eat to daddy. Go and cook. <laughs> okay. So after that, cook already. The third part. She take the food and eat. See? So there is a thought. There is a speaking, a word, a speech, and the action. Doing what you say. That's why I always say whatever. We have revelation of the word. There must be action. That's faith. All right. So, this anyway, these are the three dimensions. All right. Of space. Okay. Where we think and we speak and then we take action. So, each is an expression of revealing a person's inner being. God has also these three levels. We are made the image of God. So, God expresses himself in these three ways. Thought. Speech. Words, right? And then action. Did God take any action to save us? What is the action? Huh? Came down and became man so that he can speak for Yeah, Jesus, he came down, right? As Jesus came down, became man to die for that's the action taken. That's why you call it the demonstration. He demonstrated his love. So if a man also, if you think boyfriend, girlfriend, I love you, girl, I love you. And then you never say. <laughs> so you're, you're pursuing one girl. All right. And you just in your heart every day look at her, you know, and never go and express out to tell her that you love her. She will never know. And then the third part, you just tell her, she will say, 
what you say only what? <laughs> then show me that you really love me all. Oh, then you can buy all the things to express that love. So same, right? We are made in the image of God. We express the same way, okay? How uh, this, this world in this dimension, each of it is an expression of or revealing a person's inner being, okay? So God revealed himself to us these three ways. He thought of us, right? The Bible said he thought of you, right? And then he spoke it out and then he acted it out, okay? So God has these three levels, remember? Expression, revelation, and manifestation. So this is in the word dale, the breath. The moment God breathed into Adam, remember? God breathed into him. Then he became a living soul, a living expression of his creator. When the life of God, the breath of spirit of God was breathed into man. If there is the God didn't breathe his spirit into man, there is no life. And when there's no life, there's no expression. Have you seen a corpse <laughs> can talk to you one? Can uh, you know sit up and say, I think uh, you all shouldn't come. <laughs> you know, don't have right, cannot date already. So the dead person has no more expression, which is no more life. Okay, the only thing that can bring life to the dead body is when you breathe, God breathe is life into the person. So raising a dead is what? By the Holy Spirit, right? To raise the dead. So the Holy Spirit breathe back life. You speak how to raise the dead. Speak life. Jesus raised the dead. You speak life. Right? He breathed into the person just as God breathed into the person. He just speak, rise up, Tabitha. And then the, the girl who died rose from the dead. Okay? So it's speaking that word. Miracles, healing, signs and wonders all happen from the hay. Right? The life, the spirit of God. If there's no spirit of God, there's no miracles. That's why you have this traditional and I, when you all go for missions, I told you all, you must minister if you don't use uh, let the holy spirit breathe life then you will just be doing without the holy spirit remember holy spirit he's the one who gives life he's the one who do the miracles he's the one who do the healing but if we don't give him an opportunity we stop short okay receive jesus say your sinner's prayer to, to stop yeah there is still life there the person born again but you won't see the manifestation because the one who's who does the manifestation is not us we, can, we have no power to heal anyone all right if there's no holy spirit inside us we got no power at all no matter how many hours we pray not until we sweat all right nothing will happen it's the holy spirit okay so when we acknowledge the holy spirit right then he begins to work by when we speak the word of jesus that jesus heal you jesus heal you all right, that's why I said when long time ago when I was in the Philippines and then they begin to come and kneel down before me, I got scared. <laughs> I said, no, get up. Or oh, I think I went down with the person, right? Because I have no power. I'm not God, right? It is Jesus. Give the glory to Jesus. Jesus is the one who heal you, who touch you. Give the glory to Jesus. I tell the person, right? Because it is him, all right? We are just a vessel acknowledging that the spirit of God is inside us, the hay, the spirit, the breath of God. 
And when we acknowledge the Holy Spirit, he is the one who does the manifestation and the healing and the miracles and so forth. Okay, so Dalet is physicality. Okay, represent physicality. That means everything that is the physical world. Remember last week I shared a little bit, right? Dalet is earth. It's the number four. Number four speaks of earth, the four season, the four uh, elements, all right? All coming from earth and so, and so forth. So Dalet is the, the picture form or the word form means, uh, the word Dalet in the Hebrew means door. So door, so when they are talking, uh, enter the door. I don't know how to say enter, okay? So as they say, they will say Dalet. <laughs> okay, and it refers nothing spiritual. It's just that word, okay, means your door, your house door, your room door, the physical door that was made from wood or whatever from this earth. Okay, so Dalet represents also, remember there are so many meanings, okay? So the word Dalet is physicality. Everything that is physical. Yud is spirituality. Okay, remember this word He comes from constructed from Dalit and Yud, right? Yud is spiritual. God's name or oh, we will understand more that one, but we will just say it as God's name is Yud, He, Vav, He. There are two He's in God's name. All right? So Yud, what is the number 10? It is the fiery, it speaks of God, the fiery hand of God. Yud is hand, okay? So some say it's the fiery hand of God, all right? So it's spiritual, talks about the spiritual uh, realm. The world, when we are in this world, we only see physicalities. That's all, everyone, even after a lot of Christians after born again, have no idea about the spiritual realm. Correct. <laughs> yeah, we have a knowledge, but never entered in, never lived in it. Why? Because the spiritual realm is totally different. It's where you have peace in the midst of bad news. And you have supernatural strength to endure trials. You don't give up. You have, you know, joy in the midst of bad news joy unspeakable inside your heart. Yeah? You live in divine health. You live in divine wealth without fear of lack, overcoming all the thoughts, right? Those thoughts come, we overcome, <laughs> okay? Those are frightening thoughts, okay? So in this world, the world lives like that, all in the natural realm, physical. What I see is what I believe. That's what they say, right? You used to say that. I don't see, I don't believe. Ah, don't try to be spiritual because that's exactly how we do. I see only 10,000 or 1,000 in my bank account. And that's all I have. That is the physicality. That's the physical realm. You say, oh, that's all I have. How much do you have? All of you will look into your wallet or look into your uh, safe deposit or your bank account and then you say, from the statement, this is how much I have. Physical. You are looking at the physical realm. Isn't it? And that's how we live our lives. Uh, are you healthy? Mm, I just did a blood test. So, yeah, 
from based on the blood test, I'm healthy. <laughs> so we, based on what the doctor said, if the doctor said, oh, got something wrong, then he'll say, oh, I got something wrong. Who said so? Doctor said. <laughs> okay, so we are very into the physicality, the physical realm. We grew up all like that. To get into the spiritual realm, the only is the revelation from the word because the word says opposite. Right? Physical realm says my bank account is 1,000. That's what all I have. I got no more money already. I only got 1,000. Mm, remember your words? <laughs> according to Bible, according to God. Now, if you speak according to natural realm, that's what where you will stop at because there's no power there. The natural realm got no power. It just tells you what it is. What you can see, what you can hear, what you can feel, you can touch. The power for multiplication, for increase, only comes when you recognize what the word of God say. What God say. You say, oh, you are rich because of Christ. You have tight, and then he will open the windows of heaven. Totally different. So if we want to speak power into our life, let's say, for example, in terms of uh, money, then we need to speak in the spiritual realm, what God said. God said, I'm not poor. God said, I have much more than 1,000. Many will say, I cannot say that. Lah. <laughs> See, you are still stuck in the physical realm. Okay, where there is no power. So your 1,000 will always go lower, lower, lower. But if we understand and then look into the spiritual realm, we are rich first in Christ. And then the ways that God do in the uh, instruction, as we give, he says, I will multiply. Dare to speak. <laughs> that is the spiritual realm that has power. And remember, the thought, first you think, which one is, that is truth and that is fact. The fact is, your bank account only got $1,000. The truth is, no, it's much more because you have a spiritual bank account. And then, who, which one will set you free? The fact or the truth? The truth. Jesus said the truth will set you free. The truth only comes from God's word. That is the spiritual realm. That's why you is the spirituality, the spiritual part. All right, and the spirit of God hey, can bring us into that new life. Okay, where we are living on this earth, the body is living here, the mind, the five senses, but your spirit is connected <laughs> with God. Okay, like Abigail. Okay, and every one of us, as we begin to surrender to Him, to His word, meditate more and more, renew this mind, all the blockage of the physical, physicality, the physical realm. That's why the door, Jesus became the door now for us to enter into the spiritual realm. We cannot have the truth without Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Okay, and which is, what is Jesus? Besides being the one we all believe in, seated as the son of God, he is also the word. Now, we go into the word, we see Jesus. Okay, so the truth will set you free. Free from fear. Free from what? You get free from fear. If I only have 1,000, you may have fear. How to next month, how? But 
when you know the truth is that I have done, you know, first of all, Jesus has redeemed me from the curse of poverty. So in Christ, I'm rich. And then God's word shows me how to uh, come up from the destruction of the enemy, right? Because of love for money, all right? And then how to get into the financial system of God. <laughs> okay, I think Abigail posts one very cute. Good. All right, the system of God is definitely far better than the saving system of this world, which is based on fact and your own intelligence. But ours is based on God. That's why when we come to know God, tithing, offering, all that is not scary. Right? If it's still scary, it's just that we don't have revelation enough yet. Okay, so we want to go, we're still on this earth. That's why when we receive Jesus, we didn't, we didn't die and then straight away go. We're still on this earth. So we still have this physical body here. Probably ruled by five senses and all the kind of thinking, all right? The, uh, the belief system of the world. But when God breathed, when you became born again, selling is Holy Spirit breathed his breath into you. That's why you receive a new spirit. Right, Ezekiel 36 says, I will put a new spirit inside them. I'll take out their stony heart and give them a new heart. I'll take out their old spirit and give them a new spirit. So this spirit, all right, hey, <laughs> okay, it's the breath of God, just like he breathed into Adam. God breathed into Adam. So that's four, you have new life. So in your spirit, you want God. Okay, but we are living in this physical body that doesn't know God, that only in touch with the world, with the physical things, and this mind that is full of the system of the world, the belief system of the world, which is enemy with God, the Bible says. Does not acknowledge God. All right? Because we say, well, I am, you uh, know, after my, uh, my, the doctor say, okay, you are healed. Did they tell you? Uh, but uh, God say you can be healed <laughs> in your medical report. They only tell you based on physical. All right, all that is the science, the knowledge and everything, the instruments that they can test. That your condition is based, is like this. They don't say God inside. So there's no spiritual thing inside that medical report if it's a bad one. All right, then in your bank statement did the banker say oh your your record uh, is now your bank statement is now 1000 but uh, don't worry <laughs> you know god will increase it for you does it tell you anything about god doing anything no the world is not going to tell you about god they right even if it's a christian they won't tell you right until we go to the word all right the itself that the word of God will tell us, no, you don't have 1,000. That is what, is what you see in the physical world. In the spiritual world, you are rich in Christ. You have the promises. God say that. He will take care of you. He will protect you. All right? You, I'm your shepherd if we acknowledge him. Right? Then he become your shepherd and so forth. Okay? So the word is not going to tell you about God. So don't go into the world. They're not going to tell you about God. The world belongs to the devil. The God of this world is the devil until Jesus comes again. But 
the new creation, if they know who they are and who their God is, they won't go be subject to the devil. That's why we need to, a lot to do rebuilding our spirit man and renewing our mind. Okay, from the physical world to access the spiritual, what Jesus has done. And you is the hand of God. All right. To, we will learn that in detail, more in detail when we come to that letter. But it represents spirituality. Okay, so that's how God bring into existence this world, right? He spoke. So this world, not yet, come into being. He spoke from the spiritual realm, bringing into manifestation the physical realm. Let there be light. Divided, make the heavens, make the earth, and so forth. So you're going to see all that a little bit later. When we meet someone, we see Dalet. <laughs> see, first you see the physical. If you're not, uh, that's uh, why when you, why you say only the prophets, the, you know, the fivefold, they can see beyond. <laughs> so, oh, no, don't, don't, don't beat my heart. <laughs> you know, whereas everyone just see the, oh, this person look like this, like that. The person is like, oh, smart, clever. Oh, what, what? Then you will say, uh, where you study or what credential you have. And so we will judge by physical knowledge that we have. Judge by, judge, not a bad one, just making a decision who that person is through, how old he is. Oh, this one old man, white hair. <laughs> so must be very old already. Okay, so we judge this way. And this one very young, you see, uh, so small name. So we judge by the physical, we see Dalet. There we see the car, wow, this one Mercedes-Benz, very rich one. Then this one, uh, so we make decisions based on Dalet what we just see with our physical eyes. When Jesus come down, God, he don't see like that. Then he say, oh, this one, uh, uh, no use one, you know, cannot, can never be used by God. Right now, got sickness, got all this kind of thing. God see beyond, right? And he can pick up the person and he said, this is the physical aspect of the person, but I see into his or her spirit and I can see, I can use this person, this person will change. All right, this person can be healed. You know, when you pray for someone, if you see the heat, if you see the sickness, wow, <laughs> you cannot pray already. Because if all the mind is cancer cannot be healed, leprosy, the knowledge from this world is that it can pass to you. <laughs> you touch and see. So virus, oh wow, even worse, you know. So what happened? You only see the physicality, the physical part. But when you know God more. Right, that's when your spirit man develops. You don't look at the physical, you look by the Holy Spirit, the breath of God, the spirit of God, the hay inside you to see the spiritual. That's where you begin to move in the gifts of the spirit and so forth, more and more. So, do you want to be just a Dalet physical one? All right, that's good in the Dalet, not say it's no good, but you just want to be a physical person every time. In the senses, that's why all of you are here, right? You don't want to be ruled by five senses anymore, okay? You don't want to make decisions from your five senses or your carnal mind from the uh, belief system of the world anymore. You want the spiritual in your life, okay? Where you can see the way Jesus sees things, all right? Seeing from his perspective. How do we see from his perspective? The Bible tells us his perspective. Yeah, 
who else is going to tell you God's perspective other than your pastor? <laughs> All right? Who else? The world you go outside, they're not going to tell you. There's no God in it, in every statement they give you. Or rather, the, they also don't know which God, right? So you, they say you just go believe your own religion. religion okay? But the Bible reveals God to us. The spiritual world to us that we are spirit soul and body and therefore which part is ruled by what and which part now is born again and amazing right Ephesians uh uh what's that 320 god is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that put with us who tell you that God tell you that. <laughs> okay? So, the world won't say, you can do I said They will say, you can do in your own strength. Like, if you decide to do it, uh, well, you have to fight like hard. And only a few people can do it with their willpower. Right? The rest cannot. But God said, in Christ, you can. Right? Because he breathed that spirit into you. So, when we meet someone, we just see Dale, clothes, etc. Also, but there's inside everyone something spiritual. So in a simple explanation, this uh, rabbi said, there is something spiritual. The world also recognizes a bit, but have no understanding of what it is. What it is. That's why they call it personality. All right? So you see, uh, twins, for example, in the physical, the body look alike one. You got identical twins. So if you look at identical twins, uh, they physically look alike, but definitely not 100% alike in their personality, all right? How they behave may be different, okay? How they think also may be different. If you put one into uh, Chinese school, one into English school, they already speak different. You bring one under another, one tutor, another one, you know, teaching them different philosophy, they will come up different. And they may have slightly different Desires. So that is something in the spiritual part that is makes them unique. Okay. So that is something about our personality that makes you different from another person. Okay. But that is not fully the character, all right, that the new creation is. For the new creation, it will be we learn from the Bible. Okay. Because we have no idea who is this new creation, this new spirit man. That's why the Bible tells us this spirit man okay, has the love of God inside. God give one, unconditional. God gave us the ability to forgive. God gave us the ability to have bigger vision. Okay? Personality is limited to what you're born with. So, for example, some of you did the personality and all that. Right? Why in the world all right, certain personality became political leaders? Right? They became, right, that was given to them for that destiny. Even though some may not be believer also. Okay, they have certain strengths in them. And then another one is, another personality is good as a nurse, as good as a, a scientist. So there's not to say one is better than the other. They use their, their, personal, their, their strengths in that personality to become that person in the world. Okay, certain personalities which are extreme can be can go two sides, can be a Hitler, 
<laughs> it was very strong. Okay, that's my personality. <laughs> if God didn't save me, I could be killing people. <laughs> okay, but on the other side, it's also the personality because that's why God had to save me from young. Because I was born with that very strong personalities inside. Okay, so if not, God bring the direction, I could be go to the other extreme because in that personality, it's given those traits. Okay, so it can either go this way or that way. So the, the good way is understanding people, being a leader, a counselor. Uh, they, they give you who are those in that personality. All right, with big vision, Mandela chasing the, changing the world, so forth. Okay, but those are just the spiritual aspect also is there. Okay, so with, with, if you're born like this, don't desire to be like that. They were given that. See, God determined from, from, from the beginning, right? But of course, at the end, Jesus come, all right, to save us all and give us not new personality, new character. Okay, but your personality will still be there. So the weaknesses in a certain personality, God will give you the supernatural strength. So you know, hey, it's not me. Huh? <laughs> My personality, the one to do this one. But God's love supersedes that personality. All right, the limitation of your personality. But still, it's there until the end. Okay, but you will see more and more. So even if you don't know your personality, it doesn't matter. But most important you must know is who is you? Who are you as a new creation in Christ? Personality is just to help you understand a bit why you behave this way. I understand others. So in my personality, I love to understand others. So that's why I go and study. Because I'm like this, okay? But how am I going to understand a person who is not like me? Okay, most people without my, with not with uh, not my personality won't bother about it. I don't need to understand other people. That's why I choose to become a pharmacist. Just look at the, uh, <laughs> the chemistry, you know, those, those things all the time. Don't, 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 don't want to bother to understand people. Okay? It's just their personality. But when Christ comes in, he takes over their personality and then gives them his character. That they don't want to just face the test tube for me. Right? They want to bring people to Jesus, okay? So each one has that different, but it comes from a spiritual source. So where, you know, you wouldn't want to be my personality. Think deeper than most people. Into how deep I think when I was small, I already think not, not what is the purpose of my life. I didn't really think that one. I think as, why have I got thoughts one? <laughs> you all think of that. Why? I can speak one. Where did I come from? <laughs> when, how did this exist? This, who am I that can exist one? You all got things like that, no? <laughs> Very deep one, okay? I wanted to know when am I conscious of myself? Okay, so this was my personality. So the world says there are 60,000 thoughts, right? Going through, I think mine is probably more than that million. But thank God, he saved me from young, okay? It can go into depression and uh, mood very easily. But because of Jesus, his life breathed into me, 
it overruled all those and helped me to overcome that strange, uh, <laughs> strange thing. Okay? That's why Hitler become like that, right? <laughs> why he killed people? You know, he did, he thinks differently from normal human being. He goes deeper. Okay, so it don't have to be that personality. All right, just be, don't recognize that each one of us, there's a source, which is some spiritual aspect of our lives that differentiate, right? That brings some spirituality into us. And that, that will be completed. We'll find who we are when we find Jesus Christ. Ultimately. So each one has a purpose in this world. All right? Just accept your personality. Receive the character of Jesus more and more. His love, understanding. And you become... You follow into your destiny where you're, if you're meant only to minister a small group, it's fine. If you're not meant to change the world, it's fine. But only do what Jesus tells us to do. Okay, that's why in the Bible it says, don't try to be another person. Be yourself. Be yourself that is in Christ. Okay, so those aspects that he wants you to change, he will change you. All right, like Rebecca said, he will change you. That's why he changed your name. <laughs> to add the hay at the back, all right, and to give you understanding of this personality, this person, Rebecca, in the Bible, and so forth. Okay, so taking away, removing the limitations of our what we were born with to expand it, and so that He can use us for Jesus, all right, for a purpose in our lives. Okay, so don't be misled by what we see in the physical world. Now, most of your eyes are more open already, correct? To the spiritual world. <laughs> Until forgot to off engine, right? <laughs> okay, yeah, because you are coming out from just focusing on this world. Okay, even, but if you forget, don't worry. Sometimes we are so into the uh, spiritual world as you begin to communicate with him, we forget. That day, last Wednesday, I totally forgot about our morning devotion. <laughs> Can you imagine that? I forgot, because, probably because also this week is a bit different because my son and daughter-in-law are here. Not the normal week. So, I forgot about it, no. But the Holy Spirit reminded me about 11-something. That's why I put the message there about 11-something at night. See you all tomorrow. Suddenly, he just... Tomorrow got the devotion. Imagine you all have devotion. I'm still, you know, sometimes because I'm not the consistent everyday wake up at the clock one. Okay. Most of the time now I'm early, but sometimes it's five, sometimes it's six, sometimes it's seven, depending on how early or late I sleep the previous night. So if he didn't remind me, <laughs> you'll probably, and I don't put alarm on. Okay. So, my God, the Holy Spirit, he knows. How to remind me of certain things that sometimes just off my mind at the right time. He can remind us. All right. So that's where you have this exciting life and walk with the Lord. Okay. Of course, we are not uh, absent-minded people. All right. I know Abigail is not definitely <laughs> right, in our own character. But when we go into the spiritual, spiritual realm more, things like this bound to happen a bit. Right. Because suddenly your eyes are no more so 100% focused on the natural realm. Right? He's bringing you up. up. Okay? And you're beginning to have a, a walk with him. That's why rapture, right? Enoch, Enoch 
walk so much with God. As I said before, don't tell me he don't need to go to toilet, he don't need to do work, he don't need to take care of his family, feed his family. No. But while he's doing all the natural things of this world, physical world, he is having fellowship with God. And in that fellowship, God found so sweet to keep up. That is the rapture for us today. Right? While we are in this world, we are not of this world. Yeah? You will have the intelligence. Remember F? Abraham had his name, right? When God is there, he gives you more intelligence. Are you going to tap into it? Are you going to just, oh, I learned about intelligence, brilliance, and I don't do anything about it. How do you do anything about it? Right? Begin to attempt things that if you feel led to do, right? Stop thinking that I'm stupid. <laughs> and then begin to Ask Holy Spirit to help you. That's where our dependency is on Him. The Gimel, the Dale, all the letters is in Psalms 9 is to bring us to realize we depend on Him. We depend on Holy Spirit, depend on His Word, especially His Word. Because Holy Spirit can be very subjective. Everyone can say, Holy Spirit, tell me, Holy Spirit, tell me. If they don't have the Word, it can be easily led astray. And it's not Holy Spirit. Okay, Holy Spirit will never tell you something that the word doesn't say. But if you don't know the word, how are you going to know whether it's Holy Spirit or not? Right? So first, the word. Okay, so don't be misled by what you see in the physical world. Everything in the world has a higher level spiritual core. Right? First, the existence of this world came from God. Spiritual. From the spiritual into the natural. So if people don't understand, they will just see, oh, this is a chair, this is a table, this food, this is what, that's all. Okay, so don't be misled. Everything has a spiritual, that's why man can only live until a certain number of years and have to meet their creator in the spiritual realm. Why is there a fear of death? A person who just lives in this world, based on this world, the physicality of this world, will be very afraid of after death. <laughs> because they have never seen what is out of this physical world and therefore it's scary to them correct but it's not scary to us when you got born again and you know the bible say very clearly that you will there is a heaven but waiting for you when you leave this physical world there is a heaven so that's why we are not scared but for those who have not entered into the spiritual realm at all and then you feel, you know, that's God, right? So you actually believe something that you didn't see. You believe someone that you didn't see, right? All of you didn't see Jesus physically, but you believe. That's where the reward of faith waiting for us. Okay, and it takes away the fear of death. So selling, you know, at once even you just receive the Lord, you know, you don't have to be afraid of physical death anymore. In fact, you're excited about this life. Until Jesus come, or until we go to meet him. We are just changing another address from the physical into the final spiritual heaven. Spiritual realm was created. Okay, later I will ask you again, okay, as you listen. Spiritual realm was created with which letter? And physical realm was created by which letter or with which letter? Think of these two. 
Anyone to try Hannah? Oh, cannot ask Hannah Iris. Did I give the answer? Probably because you do the slides. <laughs> Anybody want to try? Uh, Speaker Ram was spreaded in the word yod. Yod, huh? yod, yod. And then? Yod, Phys yod. Physical realm? Physical realm is a dialect. <laughs> one right, one wrong. <laughs> Good try. Okay, let's continue, all right? Okay. He has the ability to integrate the physical and spiritual together. Okay. Dalet is the spirit physical world, right? Mainly, mainly represent that. Okay. So he will, and we are created from this earth. God is up there. He is in the spiritual realm. That's why God is a spirit. All right, we cannot see him with our physical eyes. Hey, hey, okay, what is hey again? A lot of things, but it's the breath, the spirit of God, right? Hey, God breathed into Adam. The main one is the breath of God. It's the spirit of God. Okay, so now this hey will integrate the spiritual and the physical together. That's why, Rebecca, you are physical here, but you can access spiritual. That means there's spiritual inside the physical. Understand? Because of what? Because of hey. When God, when you receive Jesus, it's like God breathing his spirit into you. When the, you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, again, another breath, wind of God. So hey, it's like wind, the breath, and the life, and the spirit of God. Okay, so inside everyone is a combination of the physical that you live in. And inside is the spiritual. The spirit of God lives inside you. Your new spirit man lives inside you. Understand? So hey, it's because of hey. It's because of the spirit of God. If you didn't born again, you won't have God living inside you. So, for example, Abraham and Sarah. Okay, the importance of the name change. Be proud of your new name. <laughs> okay, it is very powerful. It's a gift of God. In that new Hebrew name, so I have two. I have one Greek and one Hebrew. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You want to have more, so can. All right. But actually, it's God who gives, right? Then only has meaning. All right. Uh, Abraham, last week I shared on Sunday. Okay. Abram and Sarai. So their name already very powerful. Okay. If you listen to last Sunday's message, Abram start with F, which is Abba. And then brilliant. Okay, so it has uh, Aleph there. Aleph is very powerful, right? It's God. Then, but they, with these names already very powerful, as he is the father, all right, of his family, of his this one, but has no children because they're already beyond uh, conceiving conception age. But God gave them a gift. First, a promise that he will bless Abraham and make him 
the father of many nations and then his descendants will be as the sea as the sand of the sea and the stars in the sky and he was he god will make him great and through him all the families of the earth will be blessed the gentiles you and me as well so how to become that remember the thought the word the expression the word spoken and the action so in order to bring that supernatural life for him for that promise or that abraham's promise god gave him to be the father of many nations god had to give them a gift what's the gift a letter a hebrew letter in their name is a gift from god so those of you who have that letters in your name is a gift from God. If you understand it, right? As I say, if you don't understand it, it may not manifest or mean anything. When we understand it, it's God gift to you. The world don't have they laugh at you. Even I put my name Deborah, I really got people laugh at me. The first one is my son laugh, but it's okay. <laughs> he don't mean anything laugh. He laugh at everything on you know. So you joke on me, okay? So then, but you must realize why your name change why your name add is from god and some of you very very clear that it's from god right so it's not only from me it was a confirmation of what god wants to do in your life and your destiny right i remember in the previous ministry i never named anybody abraham except this one person some of you know him and that time when i named him i have no idea of hebrew letter <laughs> okay what is abraham the, the intelligence oh i don't know i only studied hebrew letter recently right with all of you but i named that guy abraham without knowing really what it means because i felt god say give call him abraham after i learned this hebrew letter and understanding what abraham means i'm surprised because that guy is a professor <laughs> okay in the university or something it's a professor that means it's very brilliant one I believe today he will if, if he knows this right he will even with a hay inside he can even walk more with the brilliance of god and the wisdom of god in his life but that's what god gave him the name it's calling for what first he already put inside and more if they understand what god was has given in that name okay so do not be ashamed of your name all right it's a gift so god gave a gift of a letter hay to Abraham and Sarah, both of them had their hay put inside. And when the hay went in, remember, my words are spirit and life. Okay, the letters are life. So each, each time someone call you Rebecca, <laughs> right? It's a hay inside. Okay, of course, each one got different. All right, it's the life calling for the life of God, the spirit of God, the wind of God inside you coming to life. You're coming to life. You're no more half dead already. In the past right this is your personality this is not personality this is your character of jesus coming your destiny calling it forth okay so again from god that's where abram and sarah received the gift of additional letter hey to their names and god is saying all that i have is yours no now even though our name may not have the hey doesn't matter because in christ this belongs to everyone but for the one who have the specific name of course, it's much more. Lah. All right. But everyone generally, 
If you believe it, you receive it, you also can have. Okay, but then when your name is that, people are helping you to call it forth <laughs> when everybody call you that name and you yourself call yourself that name. Okay, so something is happening. Life is happening. That's why today in Christ, we are redeemed from barrenness. Okay, there is barrenness is a curse. They cannot conceive. But when you have in Christ, in, in essence, in real meaning means the spirit of God, the life of God, the breath of God is now breathed into your body. So the person who, let's say, cannot conceive after 10 years of marriage, when understanding this, all right, can now the womb open, got life. Okay, and it could change the person's name, <laughs> all right, to something that has a hay inside it with the understanding of God. All that I have is yours. That's the covenant, the meaning of covenant. Even when we partake of our communion, covenant, that means God is saying, whatever I have, is yours. You want to enter this type of covenant, no? <laughs> especially to the Almighty who owns heaven and earth. Saying that to you, all right? When He gave you, when He gave to Abraham, that's why He can make Abraham great. Okay, now only we go into our the word. Okay, Psalms one one nine verse thirty three. First, the next eight verses about hey hey, teach me, O Lord the way of thy statutes, and I shall keep it to the end. Okay, in this, hey, the, uh, the psalmist got the revelation of the teacher, of Jesus as our teacher, Holy Spirit. Remember, he is the spirit, right? Holy Spirit. And he is the teacher. Every time I pray, I will say, Acknowledge him as the greatest teacher. That's why I said, when you read your Bible, Elisha, just say this simple prayer. Holy Spirit, open my eyes. Teach me. He is our teacher to give us revelation knowledge. Not hate knowledge, right? Revelation we need to get from the teacher. Teach me, oh Lord, as I look into your word. Holy Spirit, reveal to me. Teach me the way of thy statutes. Right, whether Old Testament, New Testament, the whole Bible, all right, is about our redemption and our walk on this earth with God. That I shall keep it to the end. Right? Your, your revelation life, your new life starts when? With the word of God. It starts with the word. Okay? And it will end with the word because everything will pass away in this world, but the word is the spiritual part. Right? The other things in this world is the physicality. The spiritual part is the word, and the Bible says, tell, God tells us what? Everything will pass away. That means all the things of this world, represented maybe by, in one aspect of Dalai, of the earth, will die, will pass away. But what is spiritual is the one that cannot pass away. So what is the one that Jesus, God say is spiritual? His, his word. His word. Yeah, he said, all everything will pass away, but my words will never pass away. That means in heaven you will still hear words, God's word. Okay, but you will not see anything from this earth taken there. <laughs> you know, you cannot move your uh, golden chair up there. And say, okay, Lord, I love this uh, uh, golden bracelet or whatever. Can I have it in heaven? Cannot. <laughs> anything from earth expire. <laughs> cannot stay in heaven, will pass away, will rot. Your money, millions or thousands that you keep in the bank, 
also cannot go up there. What goes up there is your tithing and offering, <laughs> which it becomes spiritual. Only stays there as a gift, God give back to you here and in heaven. Okay, so teach, all right? The word teach has a hay inside there. Can you see the Hebrew letter? Okay, right to left, right? It starts with the youth. Okay, the word teach starts with the youth, which is God's hand, God's spirit, all right? And then comes or God's hand, Aleph, right? Then Resh, which is Jesus, the head. And then ends with the hey, life. So we teach life. We don't teach head knowledge. It doesn't bring life. <laughs> okay? It's revelation. Hey, teaching brings life to people. Right? That's why God put teachers, right? Spiritual and Holy Spirit is the main teacher who can help us to understand okay, spiritual things. Hey, is the wind, the spirit, the breath. So when you read God's word, Holy Spirit teach, do you feel your spirit alive, coming to life, your spirit, man? It's like, oh, at last got some food. You remember? I used to share that, right? Yeah, physical man eat a lot. But you're here. Because you want to, just something inside you, your spirit man gets alive when you hear teaching that is from God's word that brings life. Yeah, you want to eat more. Actually, you is the spirit man inside. Why? Because in teaching with the Holy Spirit and God's word, it brings that is the hay there. Okay, that brings life. It means to throw, to shoot, to pour. God is pouring like rain to point out. Teaching points out. So it's not just head knowledge. Okay, you are Dale, you are Gimel. Then, you know, this is Dale, this is Gimel, this is Arbet. That is the head knowledge type of teaching. Okay, but when it brings life, your spirit that is reborn again <gasps> receives that life. Every time the word is spoken, the teaching, understanding comes, you're receiving life. Hey, hey, coming inside you. All right, your spirit man going like shooting arrows. Okay, that's why teaching involves correction. Okay, involves pointing out. All right, that's why I also bring the aspect of the natural experience to illustrate the word of God. Otherwise, it doesn't point out anything. You just, it's all what God said. And you don't know how to apply in your everyday life. So from my everyday life, I bring out the illustration of everyday life into God's word, and you can identify with it, then you receive the word, okay? To throw, to shoot arrows. You know, word of God is like an arrow, shoot. Okay. Oh, it's not pastor shooting you, okay? <laughs> All right? It's the word of God convicting or bringing insight into a particular aspect of our life. Then they say, oh, I understand. No wonder I behave like that. No wonder I used to think like that. No wonder I used to do this, okay? That is the sharper than any two-edged two sword, pointing out, goes right. Remember the gospel? When Peter arose and preached the gospel, it was like a, a knife cutting their heart. That is conviction. All right, conviction of sin. Okay, how? Through the teaching, through the word, through the Holy Spirit, through the life, the hay of the word. Okay? <clears throat> Direct, teach, instruct. Then we go, oh, I got instruction now. I know which direction to go. Pastor don't know, right? May have a lot of Bible verses, but still lost. 
okay, with no direction and instruction. It also means to flow as water. Remember, uh, verse says, I think Isaiah, yeah, your teaching flow like rain, like water. You feel what? Refreshed, right? All right, selling, right? Remember, you feel uh, uh, during the devotion, it was refreshing. So, so many aspects of God's word of teaching. Teaching is refreshing. If you just speak like that, may person may understand or may not understand. Okay, but when you open it up, Okay, so that's why some of you have been given the gift of teaching, right? So that's where that revelation, not only you receive, but you can open it up for others to receive. You can feed others. The hay, the light will flow. And may your, your word, your teaching flows as rain, like dew. Okay, pointing out so the teacher is uh, able to point out things in our life and help us to understand. And God does the transformation inside, like the archer shoot the arrow okay that's why this teaching is very needed this uh, gift of teaching is very needed in the body of christ right to help people grow right <clears throat> informing instructing okay so psalms 119 verse 33 that's the next verse give me revelation about the meaning of your ways so i can enjoy the reward of following them See, now we're no more scared of the, the, the words of the, the Lord, right? Instructions. Because when we understand the meaning, there is a reward. Okay? The hey, Spirit of God brings us the understanding, giving us the life, all right? And then to understand God's ways, God's word. Because there is reward inside us. That's why the devil don't want us to understand and do God's ways. Then we don't get the reward. For example, okay, the word hey, okay, the picture form, pictorial form, is like a window. Okay, from the word hey, meaning also lo and behold. Right? If you want to see something, you go to your window, right? <laughs> you came home. <poor. laughs> you see what neighbor is doing. Huh? <laughs> the whole house is closed, right? How can you see? Go to the window and see one. <laughs> and see who is coming also, right? Just go to the window. The window is a place you also behold. You look and see. Okay? So the hay is a picture of the window, right? From the door. Okay? Dalet is the picture of the door to enter in. So now, it's a picture coming from of the window from the other side. Okay, and I checked the Bible, not many verses about window. The main verse about window, I'll show you later. Again, let's see this one first. All right, so it's behold, symbolized by a window which is open to reveal what's inside the house with the sunlight. So every, when you have a new house or whatever, you make sure got windows, right? So sunlight can come inside if you want a house that's without windows that's the cell the prison <laughs> that one got no window right that's why there's no sunlight why you rot it why the people say rot in the prison yeah there's no light because there's no window there's no sunlight coming out from outside from the spiritual realm okay nothing coming in all blocked putting this person in a cage there's no window. Which uh, cell got window one? <laughs> Don't have. You are locked up from the world. Most important is there's no light coming in. There's no 
light. If there's no window, there is no light, natural light, correct? Okay, so very important, right? Hey, it's like a window where God's revelation comes in. The spirit of God revelation and light comes in. Light is a blessing. How many of you don't like light at all? <laughs> then I will go to your house. Your house got no window. Right? Then I know, oh, this person don't like light. Right? Living in darkness. There's no blessing, right? So we open a lot, lot of windows. A lot, lot of light comes in. Okay, so hey represents divine revelation. Also the breath of the creator. Okay, so when light comes in as the breath, you get revelation. You get light. Light is resemble revelation, right? Thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Instruct you, give you light, how to walk, where to go. You're, you're in your direction of life. So I was saying just now, okay, not many words about window, but the one, actually a few only can count. The main one is this one. Malachi 3.10. Now I can even understand this even more after studying hey and coming across the, the pictorial meaning of hey as window or it looks like a window. Place of revelation, also a blessing. See, when you have revelation, you receive blessing. When you have light, you receive the blessings of vitamin D, right? <laughs> yeah, sunlight. A lot of blessings. Jesus is the son of righteousness, S-U-N. Okay, when he comes in, it's a blessing. So in Malachi 3.10, it's main reference to window. Bring you all the types into the storehouse, which is the place where we eat spiritual food, where we learn, we grow in the house of God, that there may be meat in my house and proof. So tithes, Remember, it's your money, right? It's your 10% of everything that we, uh, we receive. And prove me now, test me now, says the Lord of hosts, which is yud he bav he Okay? Every time you see the word Lord, it's yud he bav he Yud from spiritual, God's hand. All right? Hey! After I will go into it, the Lord, very powerful here. If I will not close the window, <laughs> ah, open, open the windows of heaven, the head, open so that sunlight can come in. Jesus can come in. Remember our tithes, Hebrews, is it 10 or 11? Uh, I think 9, right? That says here, the mortal men receive the tithes as they gave to the priests in the Old Testament. And then there is the spiritual realm, right? Where Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. He is receiving your tithes. It turns into spiritual. The moment we tithe, okay? That money becomes a spiritual thing given to Jesus in heaven. And then, is, is he in heaven or is he on earth now? He's in heaven already, right? Glorified. He's already done his work on earth to redeem us. So from heaven, when he received our tithes, our 10%, can he open windows from heaven because he's living in heaven? Of course he can, right? He's housed them, huh? so it's something like that. So he opens the window of heaven. That's why he says, test me, it's God. 
right? Our Lord receiving your tithes in heaven, and He says, I'm seated in heaven, right? God is in heaven also, above. And therefore, He has the power to open the windows of heaven and pour out to, earth, to those of us who are living on this earth. Okay, because when you go to heaven, you don't need to tithe anymore. <laughs> okay. Oh, there's no more tithing. Okay. But pour out a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. Because God seeing from his perspective of heaven's house is so big. Earth is so small. <laughs> okay. So this is what trigger the opening of the windows of heaven. The windows of heaven we receive revelation, we receive blessing, so much, so much, much, much more than what we can ever have because it's also the spiritual realm. So plus money, plus wealth and everything comes revelation. What else? Brilliance, ideas, everything for you to prosper. And we need it come from where? Heaven. Okay, Ab, Abraham, okay, the brilliance even he have needed the hay to come in. So the hay is where the windows open. And how to open these windows in terms of our money is the tithing and the offerings that we give to Jesus or bring to him because it belongs to him now you know when when we belong to him means it belong is his okay so we are just giving back what is his and then he pulls back what is his but in abundance because in heaven is much more than on this earth so the window uh this word meaning window is like the the word there got a hay right and it means as if for lurking. That means the window is like as if it's waiting. As if God is waiting up there. Jesus is waiting in heaven to open that window, <laughs> to open and pour the blessing. But how? when will he open? Okay, we are, I'm not saying we are not blessed in Christ, okay? But this is about money, okay? Then when somebody begins start to type, it's like you have the, you know, the waiting there, the angels waiting to fall. The moment he saw, oh, Jenny's tight. Oh, he poured the blessing there already. Go there, go there and open the window for her. Open, open, open this window. He sees the people doing according to his word. Yeah. All right, it's waiting. See, don't let God wait too long. <laughs> to do what? To bless you. That's all. Psalms 119 verse 34. Give me understanding and I shall keep thy law. Remember, the law is not heavy anymore. Okay, it's the instructions. It's the Torah actually. Yeah, here is the Torah. Okay, so that's why it's been just translated law like that. And we lose all the meaning. We don't understand. But in originally Hebrew, it means give me understanding that I shall keep thy Torah. Okay, yes. And I will observe it with my heart. Okay, so David has a revelation of obeying or following God's Torah from his heart, not from compulsion or so. David was given that, remember his name, David? 
<clears throat> I will observe it with my heart. Okay, so the Torah, all right, Torah is very interesting. All right, it has five letters, Tav, Vav, Resh, and a Hey. Don't ever be afraid of the Torah anymore. It has life inside, okay? Life or oh, spirit of God. Window, opening, all right? The Torah, when you understand with the perspective of being born again, all right, from then the Torah is like, I love thy law. Actually, I used to love it like that until I heard certain message about grace and I thought, oh, wrong, ah. <laughs> to love thy law, you know? But today I've totally cleared already, you know, of this misunderstanding of the law being so frightening, okay? Okay, so the Torah starts with Taf, right? Which is the cross, all right? Depicting a cross, all right? Which is Jesus hanging on the cross, right? Or a sign of covenant also. So the Torah, when we go into God's word, we are learning about our covenant with God or God's covenant with us. You don't need to learn about other people's covenant. They are not that rich. <laughs> okay. the, the richest person on this whole universe is our God. Okay. Anyway, he now, through Christ, can now make a covenant. That's why God made a covenant with Abraham, a promise, an agreement. And that agreement was sealed at the cross by Jesus. We today can have the benefit of the covenant because of Jesus, right? Jesus made the covenant with God. Now we are the beneficiary. So remember Deuteronomy 8.18, when God said, it is me who give you the power to make wealth so that I can, so that I will establish my, what? You all still don't remember Deuteronomy 18. Go and meditate. It's such a powerful scripture. You know, it's, it's ours. That's why I was teaching some of you all, right? That money, no need to learn from outside. Well, right? Learn from God. Learn from God. He wants to make us wealthy, rich, without having the greed inside, the greed for money. But just knowing that he'll take care of our lives, and if you need this amount, this is the he will give you. He'll give you much more that you can be a blessing to others, the blessing of Abraham, without our stress and all that. He can bless you in your business, bless you in your job, uh, and multiple ways. Only God knows. So covenant says, "I we are belonging. The Jews belong to God, right? Today we also receive Abraham's blessing through faith in Jesus Christ. So which means." Listen, the promise and God's part of making, of helping the Jews or giving them the ability or power to create wealth and to make wealth is not based on how good they are or how bad they are. Second part says that, so in order to establish my covenant with your ancestors, who are their ancestors? Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Basically, Abraham. God is a God of covenant, of promise. That's why when we do Malacca, when we type, when we offer, it's based on his promise. We are not simply doing it because we pity God <laughs> or we pity the church or we pity someone, right? Because it's his covenant of blessing for us. You understand? He taught the Jewish people covenant from the very day one. Covenant when the blood 
when when in uh, Adam time, all right, when his his sin, God uh, slaughtered animal skin, all right, to to the blood. It showed that blood covenant is coming, all right. So the covenant means when I make a covenant with someone, all right, or in the, in the olden days, this is what it means, all right. It has to have blood. Each one has to have a cut, and then the blood flow into a cup, and then the two blood mixed together. Okay, it means all I have is yours. Whatever happened to you, I am. I will protect you. All right. So you see, in the native, they're still doing this. Right, the covenant. You belong to me. I will. That my protection is on you. So you, all of you, enjoy the verse. God is our bodyguard. Right. Yeah. So that's why I have a covenant in here. I'm not scared of anyone coming into my house. Even for the key outside <laughs> for them for twenty four hours. All right. The covenant, if you understand it, God said, I will protect you. Okay, so this covenant is based on God's blessing for Abraham and all the Jews people, even they are very naughty, they are all that. God still bless them because of his covenant with Abraham. I'm going to establish that covenant and today we are also blessed, also with Abraham, also with in Christ, Jesus, much more. Wow. It's a nail, okay, a 10 pack secure, secure to the cross. So your promises are secure. Your assets secure or not <laughs> in this world. Sometimes secure, sometimes not secure. The flood comes, tsunami comes, the house is gone. And then you have to don't know how many years before you can file for the claim. Okay. Our blessing is secured by covenant by Jesus dying on the cross. God acknowledge right what Jesus did forever okay and then you have the ta the va resh all right which is the person the highest person which is jesus god as the head and then the window the head all right which is to reveal at the end of the word hey can mean what comes out of or what belongs to okay that's why the type belongs to god okay we give back and then god pour back from heaven side, from earth side, whatever we receive, our job or whatever people give us, then we give back to God. Belongs to Him, right? Then after that, He covenant with us is what? I give you back. But He give us back more because He give us back from heaven side. <laughs> Everything in heaven. That's why it says there's not enough room to receive it. This is what it means. All right? The hay and then we get the sunlight. We got revelation, we got water, refreshing, everything comes to increase our lives, to bless us. From this understanding, this is the Torah. <laughs> the Torah. Okay, that's why the Jews follow the Torah. They follow the instructions properly. And when I was I'm studying this uh, Hebrew letters and all that, it's so interesting. Exodus, Leviticus, and all that. I don't see very frightening laws inside anymore. <laughs> Actually, I'll, I'll bring out a few. I don't know whether it's today or tomorrow's one because I did two. <laughs> so sometimes got mixed up, right? You see the instruction in the Torah is so beautiful. How God actually tell them to do certain things is to bless them. All right. So love the Torah from a new perspective, from being born again, Jesus, from receiving the life of Christ. Now we have a covenant where everything now belongs to us. And he put that love inside our heart. Okay.
Make me, 119 verse 35, make me go in the path of thy commandments, for therein do I delight. <clears throat> Guide me into the paths that please you, for I take delight in all that you say. <laughs> Remember, in the beginning, when I read the uh, first few or so, I was thinking, Psalm 409 is, the psalmist always talking about the word, the word. But now I'm understanding from the Hebrew letters, I realize why David, King David, right? Everything, all the different aspects of the 22 alphabets is all in the Torah. It's all in God's word. From the word of God, we understand how this universe was created, how you and me were created. We understand the physicality and the spiritual part. All from the word. Nothing else. Remember the word of God, okay? Not the word of man. So that's why again and again I stress, learn from Learn spiritual part from God, not outside, in every aspect of our life. Do you think God don't know how to make money? <laughs> yeah, Elijah laughed, right? We really underestimate our God. Okay, As we go through these 24 letters, you will never do that again. Realizing who he is, you know. Okay. <clears throat> Cause my heart to bow before your words of wisdom. All right, hey, again. Revelation, right? Also think about revelation. Remember the three expressions of this. Uh, cause my heart. See, it is, uh, David was always referring to his heart. He, he was conscious from his communion with the Lord that he has a heart, he has a spirit. And everything... It's from his heart, flows from his heart. His heart, he could sin, he could fall, and yet he could feel the compassion of God's heart. That's why he was called what? A man after God's own heart. Yeah, nothing about his head or his mind, even though he's king. Yeah, he has wisdom, but from the heart, wisdom of God. Heart to bow before your words of wisdom. Bow before your words of wisdom, what does it mean? I acknowledge your word, right? When we bow before someone, we acknowledge a teacher in the world. We bow. That's, it's like bowing before them. Okay, I acknowledge you. I, I receive your teaching, your instruction. I follow that you are bowing before that person's teaching or the person's word. Today, we humble before God and we bow before him and say, Lord, I acknowledge you. <laughs> I acknowledge you are the wisest person. You are the uh, almighty. You know all things. You are the greatest teacher. I acknowledge the hey. I bow before your word. Let me learn from your word. Open to me, Holy Spirit. Reveal to me the wonders of your word. That I may understand your ways and get receive and live in the blessings that you have prepared for me and be a someone who can impart these blessings to others as a teacher as well, right? And not in the wealth of this world. I'm not going to run after people who don't know your ways to teach me how to do things in this life. God, you become my teacher. And where? From your word. Help me turn my eyes away from illusions so that I pursue only that which is true. 
right? The hay will give us a revelation, right? When we go into the word, the spirit of God, Holy Spirit, bring forth the truth. Ah, no more lies, okay? Because lies are like illusion. You see, magician, <laughs> real happen not, no, lah. it's just an illusion. The people in this was an illusive dream. This lead you. It's not the truth. The truth is only God speaks the truth to us. Sometimes the truth, they say, may cut and hurt, but at least it tells us the truth, right? If you go to someone who never tell you the truth one, every time tell you nice things, you still don't know anything. <laughs> you do wrong also, they say, okay, good, it's all right. <laughs> and then you never change, you never grow. Right, but someone who, but the, the efficient says what? Speak the truth in, Ah, see, you all go to the word, right? Speak the truth in love. Okay? After knowing about, you know, first few chapters of Ephesians, about our blessings, and then it guides us, Paul guides us into now the doing part. Okay? Understanding what we have received, now we can do. And one of the things is, first, uh, let not your anger go through the sun, right? Sunset. Then the other one is, speak the truth with love. Okay, we can speak the truth, but it's so harsh, right? Without Christ's love, but with his love of God inside us, that means I'm thinking of you for your benefit, right? I taught some of you, right? Whenever you preach, you teach, or you, anything that you say from your mouth, your, uh, whether to new people or whoever, have the heart inside you for that person, as well. First, you connect with God, right? Holy Spirit. Then, and the word. Then, it's for that person. I don't, it's that, you know, in the world, you work, it's for the money. Nobody wants to argue, right? Correct? If not for the money, what for you work? A, a crazy person will say, uh, I'm not working for the money, or self-deception. Okay? We're just working for the money, that's fine. That's why God wants to teach us about money in the church. If we cannot learn about God's way, in the church, the people will go out and learn outside okay but when you teach someone or you preach it's not because oh i'm a preacher i'm a teacher i have this gift i'm an evangelist i'm a what prophet see that person needs that truth to set them free like jesus talking to us why he teach us because he knows we are bound by physicality we are bound by five senses we are bound by half truth half lies that will bring us sorrow and pain and his truth will bring us peace, life, joy, abundance. So if, a, if when the real teacher point out something to you, it's because the person loves you, right? I teach you tithing offering. As I remember, uh, I, can, I can share about Hannah. Many years ago, when I first know her and she talked a little bit to me about her life, I was so shocked. She said she never take leave one. <laughs> Correct, not Hannah. <laughs> right? Can you remember sitting in my sitting room? And then she tell me, uh, I don't take leave one. I said, why you don't take leave one? And she worked many years already. I said, why you don't take leave? Oh, I keep all my leave and exchange for money. <laughs> said, Correct or not? That was the past. Okay, the past Hannah. Today, not like that. You see, today she take leave already. Why? Because she has now her joy and security in God. Then I feel so, you know, how can? Because if you don't rest at all, right? You work, 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 and then because of money, your body will fail you. You will get sick and you will not enjoy this life also, right? So 
I shared with her, you know, as time goes on, tithing and offering and God, with the heart that I don't want her to suffer like this, not taking leave at all. Okay, I'm not preaching tithing because, you know, God's church needs money or what. God don't need our money, I'll be telling you. But each of us need to know so that we don't suffer all the lies from this world anymore. And we can learn God's ways to free us from the stress. Now she's not so stressed already, right? <laughs> and now, right? she can take leave already. Wow, I'm on leave. Wow. <laughs> you know, how many years ago? Really, I don't, I don't know whether the doctor knows about it or not. Your mother never take leave. And she tell me she exchanged leave for money. <laughs> how many? <laughs> See, the stress, the fear of lack, Okay, can cause us this kind of thing, right? But today, when knowing the ways of God, just by honoring Him, yeah, He bless you and He give you a life of pleasure and not pressure, right? So I pursue that which is true, very important. God's word tell you the truth, right? And when we do devotion, He's the one who tell you, "I love you, be childlike, be." Simple, not childish, childlike. Yeah, childlike. Come to God, Daddy. Take care of me today. Be my bodyguard. I know you are, but I still like to ask you to be my bodyguard. <laughs> and then no need to pay you one. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. So as a simple child resting in the Father, I know you won't let any harm come to me. Right, walk, and I will walk in your path. Lost the way also, He will send someone to help us all. Holy Spirit direct us back, which reassure me of your promises, for I am your beloved. Right? David means God's beloved, the name of David. He knows that God loves him. Okay, so it's not a sentence, yeah, God loves me. But then you think maybe something bad will happen to me. Maybe I will not live, I will not have enough of this, enough of that. That is not love. You don't understand why it's God loving you. God loving you is that no evil shall be for you or not any plague come near your dwelling. God loving you is that you will never lack. God loving you, knowing he loves you, is that he will never take things from us. He's always giving to us. That is the assurance of knowing, right? Even how hard a day looks like, right? But when I go into his word, he loved me throughout the whole day. Even in trials, Right, he said, it will, the fire but the, the fire will not burn you. Only the good one. This is really understanding God loves you. And you take care of my children. You take care of everything. I just need to rest in him. I just need to follow his instructions, follow his ways. Your servant, yeah, follow his promises. Do what he says. Simple. To a person. Who died for you? What else? The Roman says what? What else will he withhold from you if God didn't even withhold his only son? And your that's humility again, right? So I don't know anything uh, today. Um, take, let me fresh learn from you. As I go to work, teach me, guide me, defend me from the criticism I face for be keeping your beautiful words. God is also our defender. Okay, the revelation. You see this word and you see revelation or you see this word and then I see only every time it's you and your word. <laughs> so boring. No, he comes in to help you to bring forth that life, that excitement inside your spirit that you hear God's word and it's 
I understand now. Oh, Elisha, I understand now. Ooh, this word so interesting. Your beautiful words. See how long with cravings for more of your, how I long with cravings for more of your ways. Let your righteousness revive my spirit. This is part of hey, okay? His teachings, his righteousness, his revelation, revive us, bring us life, life. That's why the devil don't want you to go through the word. Once we access the spirit of God or, or, or don't want anybody uh, have baptized, baptism of Holy Spirit, uh, stop at salvation, don't have that spirit yet. Okay, but when you have the Holy Spirit and the life, you want more and more. Craving is more and more, right? Yeah, you want more. Then you have that's called craving. <laughs> when you're pregnant, you crave, you want more for something. That's a physical craving. Okay, spiritual craving, right? When the hay comes inside you, God's breath, God's revelation. And you study this. I hope you have more craving, right? Spiritual craving to want to learn, want to go more deeper, want to find out all the hidden treasures of God in the Hebrew letters, in the meanings in Hebrew. Let your righteousness revive. Revival comes. You know, a lot of churches say pray, revive, revive the church. Why you need revival? Because the Christians are all half dead. <laughs> Half day, go to church, come back from church, go to church, come back from church. Yeah, there's no life. Never go into the world to share the gospel. Just go to church, come back from church, go to church. Bible, a lot of dust. <laughs> okay, so that's why the people say, okay, revival, revival. Why is revival? Half dead, you need life to come in, right? Life coming into a person's spirit. Rest, revive. Oh, wake up already. Well, some people only wake up if you see a million dollars. <laughs> so, not, so today we see God and we wake up, right? Knowing how powerful he is, how wonderful he is. We no more sleep. That's revival. Revival is happening. Life is happening. Hey, breathing into each one is happening here. It all just need to revive one person. That's why we call God makes his ministers flames of fire. Revive. You know, the flame dying already. Ooh, fan the flame until the fire becomes bigger and bigger. Okay, so catch one person, revive two, three, four. The church becomes the fire of God, the light to the world of darkness. More people get saved. More people like Xiaoling get saved. Right? Go out and reach, right? To share with others Jesus so that more more can hear the gospel, the wonderful good news that be revived. God created the heavens and the earth has a small hay inside. The world was created with a hay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so just now I said the heavens created with the youth, correct? The earth, the world was created with a hay. In the beginning, Parachi, God created the heaven and the earth. So he breathed his life. Remember when God spoke, the Holy Spirit brought it to happen. That all the things begin to manifest when God's hay was breathed into the world. Because you see it in God's name. Okay, so the five books, the Torah, 
is the blueprint for all of creation, which is very interesting to me, right? No, no, the blueprint, right? Is this is how the whole world operates, creation operates, and give us the revelation inside that the blueprint. If we will go into it, so why God created this world was created with the hay. Look at the hay in God's name. You God's name so is so, translated is Yahweh. All right, but actually that is very minimal, all right? It's not actually correct also to translate God's. That's why actually by the Hebrews, the Jews do not translate God's name. They don't even say it. It is that holy. It's a it created, it, God's uh, say, call himself yud He vav He. Twice in the personal name of God is associated with divinity. So starts with the yud, spiritual God, then a He, and then above the nail or the connection to the hay, the binding, all right, to another hay, breath. Okay, this is very interesting. And I actually, I also found it put into words very clearly. The Lord, you see it in our uh, translation, you see the Lord. As again, it's a very not correct uh, description of God. All right, God does not have names. Hebrew names describe something of your soul. Name is a label, isn't it? When you name something, even I believe, like you know, when Adam named all the animals, I didn't check into the Hebrew letters yet. Right, their characteristic characteristic will be there. You are labeling them, a name. Even a, a word, or you call it a name, is labeling this person. This is that person, all right? Or a description. Even sickness has a name, right? Cancer has a name, okay? It is a labeling. Or you're saying, this, this girl is called, uh, what? It's labeling the person. God is beyond description. And God cannot be labeled. <gasps> See your God eh? today, no more like the God that we always talk about. He is beyond description. Probably, if we live with a Hebrew family of those days, right, we will understand how they reverence God. They are God. And today, the new creation don't know how to reverence God at all. <laughs> he is beyond God, cannot be labeled. So, you have all the names of other religions, got, got, got certain names, right? And our God is far above all this, far above being labeled. God cannot, it's beyond description. God assigns himself names in the Torah, labeling himself in order to help our brain. See, we are the physical world, physicality and spirituality. So we cannot fully understand God. Okay? There's no way any creation can understand the creator fully. So God assigned himself names in the Torah, labeling himself. That's why you have Jehovah, Jireh, or God, you know, all this. Labeling himself in order to help our physical brain track different ways he will interact with our world. Repeat, huh? God assigned himself names in the Torah. So it's from the Torah, we know, 
Jehovah's Sakino, Jehovah Jare, Jehovah uh, Nisi, all right, God as our banner, as our protector, as our provider. For us to be able, our limited brain, this physical uh, person, brain, to track the different ways he will interact because God is spiritual, right? Interact with our world. It's like God saying, when you see me acting like X, call me X. So when Abraham needed the sacrifice, right? He called that place Jehovah Jireh. So when you see me acting like Y, right? Protecting them, then he will say, Jehovah Nisi, our banner, protection. Okay, so he allows us, all right, or allows himself to be called certain names in order for our brain to be able to understand, track. This is part of his character so that he can interact with us. No more your God, very small God anymore, okay? <laughs> Can you see this? You are so privileged that he saved us, you know, and that he lived inside us and he wants to express himself through us to others who don't know him. And first, of course, to us first, right? To reveal. So that's why when Moses in the burning bush, he, you know, he, he asked God, what is your name? God told him, I will send you to be a deliverer of the, uh, my children from the Egypt. What did God say? I am, what name? What God called himself? I am that I am. That means whatever you want me to be, I will be that for you. Anything, any, you need me to be your supplier, I am. Jehovah Jireh, your provider. You need me to be your righteousness, I am. Right? Because God is beyond labeling, beyond names. But for our sake, he allowed himself to be so-called labeled. But he is, I am. I am. I'm the self-existing one. That's why his, in the Hebrew, all right? So our part is to connect back to God because we were separated. To interact with God again. And God is the one who, who took the initiative first. All right, or else we're all lost, right? We have no understanding of who God is because we're so physical now. Spirit died, man. Then, now, everything in our life now is to connect back to Him. Connect back to Him. That's why you see all the obstacles from the devil is to stop us from having revelation, from understanding Him. Just go to church, come back to church, go to church, come back to church. No, right? But when... We interact when we begin to dig into his word and understand that's the purpose of God, to bring us to know him. He wants to live inside us. And then from us to go into the world because there are so many other people whom he also wants to live with. Not only you and me. Right? But this physical life, we have always is me, me, me all the time even after receiving Jesus, is about me. But when we understand God, right, that's where we are empowered to go out and share with people who need Jesus. <clears throat> Why is there that this name really describes the stages I have between myself and how I run your world? 
all right, that the God is saying, okay, from his name, actually it's Yudhe Bate. Now I will show you myself and how I'm going to run your world. See, that's why you see the first few letters, Jesus humble himself. Actually, if you can see this, I cannot even know how to use the English words to express this. This almighty God, whom, who created this universe and we are one little speck inside this world. He chose to humble himself, Jesus, and come into our world, which is full of disaster, <laughs> sin and everything. All right. And come and want to communicate with us, want to live inside us. How amazing is that? Only God can fully understand. We also can understand why he did that. That's how much he loved you and me. How much he loved humanity, the creation, the people. If God loves people, how come we don't love people? See? So that's why the understanding of this love of God will drive you, will bring you to go share the gospel with others. God wants to interact with us. Why is there a Dalai in the spiritual realm? Because Dalai is physical. There is nothing physical up in heaven. God manifesting himself in man, the new creation in Christ, through his spirit and his word. Okay, look at this. Job 33 verse 4. The spirit of God has made me and the breath of almighty Neshama or Al Shaddai has gives me life. Okay. I really thank God for this picture that I found. I think it's beautiful. Man from the physical realm see inside him has spirit of God. So the spirit here is has a hay inside, okay? Ruach, the spirit of God. And the breath also got a hay there. It's what gives me life. Life is, uh, in the Hebrew, is made up of two letters, the hay and a yud. Hay, uh, not the hay, sorry, the, the chet or head, number eight. So the number of yud is 10. 10 plus eight is 18 which equals, is the, is the number of life. How did we get life? You, hey, ba, hey. God breathed his hey into our spirit. And that's where life, God's life is living inside us. Inside you. The new life. It's not, also has a meaning of new beginning, right? Life. Green, grass. Hey, we haven't come to letter. The, the eight letter yet is Kai, not Chai. <laughs> I have to remember Kai. New life. Okay? You understand? We all have new life because, say, Xiaoling, you have this new God's life living inside you, in your heart, in your spirit. You pay, va, pay. Where did I put it? Maybe it's in, tomorrow, in tomorrow's uh, uh, teaching. Number five, the grace super so another aspect of hey is grace, which we, we don't deserve. All right, the goodness of God and supernatural power imparted. So a few other meanings, which is 
you can see supernatural in the five loaves or five talents, right? All number five. Then there's a song of hey, okay, and I, I know now the youth hey birthday is in tomorrow's one. <laughs> okay, never mind. So tomorrow don't miss. This is another very, very interesting uh, uh, understanding revelation of uh, God, all right, in us, in the name. I'll let you know tomorrow whose name or which name did God, Holy Spirit, tell me to, to do for tomorrow. And really, it's a name that I don't know anything about this person. <laughs> but when God say, I have no choice, so I have to go and study. But very interesting. Hmm. Song of the hay. So another scholar wrote this. It's a mere breath. There's no movement of lips, right? All of you try to say, hey. You don't need to move your lips, right? Hey, hey. Right? It's very soft, very gentle. <clears throat> a gentle breath. Hey. The softest and gentlest of all the letters depicts the visible universe. The separate youth on the left represent the unseen spiritual dimension. So hey, it's like that, right? And then the other youth there. Youth of spirituality. Both seen and unseen aspects of reality are depict, depicted in this letter. All right? So you can see both the spiritual and the physical. All right? The Dali and the Yud. So while we can, with the physical eyes, physical five senses, we see the physical world. At the same time, because He is breathed into you, Spirit of God, we also can see the spiritual realm. Hallelujah. All of you can now access, your spiritual eyes can now open. Your spiritual ears can open. You don't need to say, I cannot hear you, God. We learn to hear him. It's a learning process, okay? Of our spirit man learning because access, the door already opened. All right, Jesus as the door. It's just now and then the window, the light is there. God, open window, open door already. It's just whether you want to walk inside or not. Okay? Right? So, we choose to go into his word. That means he says, Let, yes, God, I want, I want to walk inside. I want to walk through the door and I want the window open. I want the sunlight to come into my life. The revelation of your word. And then now, in the hay, you have spirituality in the physicality interacted. Understand? So, each of you is a spirit being. But we have living inside a body from the physical. As the spirit being, the spirit man contact God. The body contact the world. That's what we've been learning, spirit man. But this time, much more. The potential and the capacity of God inside you is tremendous. If we continue to receive that revelation. So both seen and unseen aspects of reality are depicted in this letter hey and we all have it then there's a reappearance of hiddenness right what is hidden the spiritual hidden in the natural order of things and waiting for our discovery not many people discover all this right so god hides this these truths these revelations right in the natural so that if we want, in the natural, not natural, in the natural order of things, so we can learn certain things. And sometimes when I teach you, I give you an example, right? In the natural, we are hungry and we, don't, we eat uh, 
how many times a day, but in the spirit, we don't eat. So the natural illustrate the spiritual. Okay, so a lot of things today we are learning as we go along in the Hebrew letters is all hidden inside the natural order of things, how God, how things happen, right? When we have faith in a chair, whether we sit down on a chair, we look at the number of legs, okay? So faith is the same, right? We begin, we will take the action to sit or to, to work on, move on a word, same thing. If we have the faith, the knowledge of how it works, if you have a knowledge of how a chair can take your weight, you will sit on it. So what? People lack or Christians lack is the knowledge, the revelation knowledge. If, it, if they have the knowledge that what is good, that what we learn today, you won't be afraid to type, you won't be afraid to give, you won't be afraid to serve God, you won't be afraid of sickness, disease, as we go along. Because you begin to see who really God is. Okay? It's all hidden. And it's a God loves to hide and loves us to find out. And all of you are here on treasure, spiritual treasure, hunt to discover things that, not, not to be proud, because only revelation can come to us if we bow our head, right? <laughs> if we are humble. And we are here humbling ourselves instead of listening to a wealth course outside. Isn't it humbling? We said, Lord, I acknowledge you that I learn more here at this precious time to listen to how you do things. I'm humbling myself, okay, to come and find out about you. The glory of a Christian or, or, or man, not all, is to seek God in everything. There is nothing this Bible doesn't cover. If we say God does, if the Bible doesn't teach us about money or wealth, then God is not God anymore. He's not very smart, right? <laughs> if he doesn't, he cannot teach us about how to make money. All right, so. At the end, we go all to him. All right, Dale for revelation. In the book of Esther, okay, uh, uh, Evelyn's daughter, right? God gave her a name, very specifically that name. God's name is not, not going into detail, right? Just a little bit. This uh, author, this uh, scholar, Rabbi brought it up. God's name is not mentioned. So Esther is the only book in the Bible where God's name is not mentioned. But the word, the name Esther also means hidden. It's a book of hiddenness where God, you know, reveal himself, but he's hidden. Only those who go deeper can find. So Esther, right, is hidden until a certain time to be revealed to, the, to save the people. Then only was she, she came out. It, it speaks of, right, that secrets of God are hidden. And when we see it, we bring deliverance for our own self and for people around us. And we get all this the things that we go and look into. It also means that, you know, we believe God who is not seen by our physical world, but yet we believe him and we trust him. The number of hey is five, which is represent revelation. Example in creation, the first day, light mentioned five times. Infusion of God's light in the world to keep it going for a lifetime. I think this is amazing. Right, this world it has been going on for about six thousand years already, and still got light, <laughs> still got sunlight, still got energy coming from the light that the the world used to generate power and all that. So how did it start? 
God said, let there be light. And enough, one time, let there be light was enough to give us the energy and light for 6,000 years. See how powerful God is, right? On the first day and mentioned five times. That's why our spirit, our life is for a lifetime, <laughs> forever. Whatever God does is forever. Five books of Moses, the Torah, the Torah, the He also connected to God's name, reveal us our connection to God. Give us strength to express ourselves in this world. Remember the three thought, word, and uh, expression, action, right? With the He, a person who cannot speak like me last time, not say cannot speak up, you know, very hard to express. With the hey, can express. You ask me to just say, hello, uh, how are you, small talk? I cannot. I don't know how to talk. But when the Holy Spirit comes and anointing comes, I can talk for hours, right? <laughs> uh, you ask me to sit down and have a chat. Uh, if it's just a small talk, I really rather just don't know what, I don't know what to say. How are you? Today you eat what? Okay, finish already. But when it comes to the anointing, the teaching, and because I know Holy Spirit comes upon me, right? and in me the word, it can go on and on and on. And that's why I have to put the clock there. All right? So, it's our, he, the hey, Holy Spirit of God helps us to express. Express what? The spirituality part. All right? God as spirit and what, who he is. Words that I never write down. The Holy Spirit can come and give you that word, that wisdom, right? To speak, to express. It comes from the head, the Holy Spirit of God. So when we teach, which always depend on Holy Spirit, plus have word inside you. Light is weightless, brings life and joy. Hey reminds us of, this is a song of hey. Another uh, person put this one very deep. Some, the rabbis are very interesting. Some, they just talk about very, very deep technical. Some has a light to it. So, so many aspects. In light, light, right? You receive light. Anybody can weigh the light. The light that you receive from the sun. Can you put how many grams heavy or not? It's very light, right? It brings life and joy. If you have been in darkness too long or you've been in a prison, <laughs> you come out, you see light. You're happy or not? You're happy, right? You open the curtain and the window, the light comes in. Happy, you're joyful. It brings life and joy. That's why we are described as children of light. Jesus is the light of the world and we are the light in this world of darkness. Darkness, they have no idea who God is, right? So, brings light and joy. Hey, reminds us of laughter. Sound of laughter. Earth itself is filled with his glory. When you have the spirit of God, you receive joy, right? Some of oh, you have been laughing, right? In the anointing, the hey, right? On the, uh, when the Holy Spirit come upon you, right? During ministry or anytime, joy fills your heart and you laugh without the reason one. Nobody crack joke. You are laughing from your spirit, the hey. Hey, come into you. It's light. Right? You feel light or not when you laugh in the spirit? You are very light one. Poor Adeline. <laughs> it's not make up one. You know, right? Because you saw Rebecca laughing, right? Ah, Rebecca seldom laugh. <laughs> now she laughs more. Already. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the hay. Oh, the Holy Spirit. Ooh, breathe the hay into the person. And then, whew, 
brings out that joy, the laughter, the sound of laughter, and earth is filled with his glory. You know, this one, recently I just shared with you one example before we close, right? Uh, one, something quite interesting about. So when my son came back, right? So the first, first day or second day, I can't remember, we went to uh, the shopping mall. So uh, I walked in the mall and then I went to, we went into the shop and I saw Pandora, which is the bracelet. So I know I have two more to fill up the whole bracelet, two more charms. So I went in, of course he was with me, right? Then they were having a sale. So that means you can get two for the price of one. So, okay, I chose those that uh, there was on sale, a few, a few designs. Chose already, then I want to pay them. Of course, my son said, <laughs> I pay for you, mom. <laughs> oh, good, thank you. Okay, fine. After that, didn't think much about it, right? The, then we went to another few shops and then he chose something for himself. He chose a jeans, okay, from this uh, Spanish shop. And then it's not, I wasn't linking to anything, but his giving me first made me uh, very joyful. And then when he was going to pay, I said, I pay for you. <laughs> so my turn, you know, I don't know what happened. I just feel very happy without even linking to the first part that he, he bought for me. I just said, I want, I want to pay for you this one. Then. He is very cute, my son. He's not a small boy. Okay? <laughs> I said, oh, good. Hey, uh, well, I forgot his words already. Something like, sure, why not? <laughs> okay, he's working already. But why not? Sure, you know? Really, my heart. Oh, he never even said no need. Lah. He just said, sure, why not? But then, after I paid already, then I, I realized I'm so happy he didn't reject it. He didn't say, no need, lah, mom, or what, ah, you keep it, ah, no need. Ah. He said, sure, take it. I, I will take it. Why Why want to say no? Then I realized, I, I felt, you know, it's like God speaking to me. You see, I'm very happy to give you. God is a full of joy to give us. He doesn't grumpy or what to give us. And he loves us when we give with that joy also. You know, it's all full of laughter and then we all laugh, ha, 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 you know. It's giving, it's a, it's a time of so much joy. I realized, hey, God, he actually is a joyful God, always laughing up there, wanting to give to us, you know. And automatically, our giving will trigger another person's giving, right? Like he gave to me, unknowingly triggered me to give to him back without realizing it. When he wants to buy something, I automatically said, I will pay for it. See, so this giving is full of joy, full of laughter, the hey, God inside us. And this is how God, the word come, God loves a cheerful giver. It just trigger on, you know, and God want to give more and more. Okay, the earth is filled with its glory. Last slide. Boys and girls, Zechariah, this is the new uh, heaven and earth. When this Jesus come, this old earth no more already. All right, or, or you know, he comes and rule at the time of the millennium. Sorry, this is the millennium time. Okay, the one thousand years without the devil locked in hell. Boys and girls will be filled. Will fill the public parks, laughing and playing. A good city to grow up in. Maybe we don't need to wait for the millennium. Although now it's still dangerous, you cannot be like playing in the roadside, but. All of us believers are filled with the hay, right? The hay, 
is the laughter, the laughter of hate, holy and happy. Are you all made holy today in Christ? Are you all happy now? <laughs> okay, plus the hay come in. Why give you joy? Because that is the song of hay, the laughter of hay. So don't be afraid to laugh because God laughing. The joy will be restored, all right, in the world later on when God, when Jesus, the Prince of Peace or the King of Kings come back, all right, and restore this whole earth, right, that was created by the hay. Bring back joy and laughter. In heaven, there is no sulky face <laughs> or long face. Everyone is laughing. Rebecca is rolling <laughs> in heaven. Okay, laughing away, right? Because that is heaven. That is the pain where the spirit of God is, right? There is fullness of joy in his presence, right? In his presence is fullness of joy, laughter. And what is the presence? The hay, the spirit of God. Joy and laughter. We can only laugh because we have been made holy. We are no more reminded of our sin. Sin makes us depressed, right? You have done wrong, you have done wrong. We look at each other, it's all about who did wrong. But today, God made us all right because of Jesus. So we can laugh. The holy laughter. Actually, yes, it was called the holy laughter because the Holy Spirit gave one. Holy Spirit from the hay, holy laughter, the holy joy, happy one. The world don't have one. They come into the church, they see everyone on the floor laughing. Wow, how much do I need to pay to get this laughter? <laughs> Isn't it? The world don't have. Oh, bring it up to them. They say, receive Jesus and this joy is yours. The hay comes into you. You are made holy and righteous and now you can laugh and be happy forever. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This is the last slide. Okay. So we will. Are you happy and holy? <laughs> holy and happy in Jesus with the hay, the spirit of God, the breath of God. Yeah. Windows open. Light comes in. Revelation. Enjoy. Yeah. God doesn't want us to be sad, right? That's why Jesus came. Amen. Okay. Let's pray. <clears throat> Tomorrow, don't miss, right? It's the, except for a few of you who did the slides, the rest don't know which name, okay? But very interesting person. <laughs> As I said, I have to go and study uh, this one <laughs> because I really don't know this person much. But it's so exciting, the discovery of the Hebrew letters in that person's, particular person's name. So first Abraham, now this person, and then we see who else? All right. The Lord bless each one. Okay. Tomorrow, don't miss. Come in and learn and have more. Uh, learn the hidden secrets, treasures of our names now, of names, right? And the anointing, the power, the gift of the letter. If you forget everything, remember this. This was what, um, I mean, of course, you don't forget everything, but this word, his, his, uh, his, my words are spirit and life. Today really hit me so hard because it just came in as I was teaching. It really means so powerful when I understand Hebrew letters and how God created the universe through a youth and through a hay. It has supernatural power. 
You want to speak also or not? <laughs> you become the superman, superwoman in Christ in this world just by speaking for his word. Amen. Okay.